review recording, I guess, the first official episode of the new podcast from The Pond called Underwater. Uh, I say the tables are turned because uh, our usual podcast host, Mr. Rogatashi, is uh, now in the guest seat. Rogue, welcome. Thank you, man. It's uh, nice to not have to do the prep work this time. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll see how, uh, how much prep work actually goes into any of these pods. Um, I guess just, to, to get into the concept here, um, yeah, we want to keep, uh, underwater light. We want to keep it, you know, fun, uh, a bit topical and, and have it just be, you know, more like, uh, friends hanging out on a couch, shooting the shit, um, you know, talking about whatever's going on. In, in crypto or even just even you know, the broader zeitgeist um, you know, for a given week. And uh, yeah, hopefully people like it. If, uh, if you think it sucks, uh, hit me up and let me know and I'll try to make it suck less. Um, yeah, I guess um, with, with that out of the way, uh, how you doing, Rogue? What's, what's going on? I'm doing good. Uh, took a little vacay recently, which was nice. Uh, got to hang out with the homie Grug, so that was cool. And now just uh, watching watching Bitcoin here. We're at a really interesting spot. It's um, we've got FUD coming from everywhere, uh, yet the pi- the price still looks strong. Uh, I I wonder if we retest some of the the lower price points soon just because we haven't been down there in, in in a while and we have been getting so much fud uh but on the flip side who really knows right now like bitcoin looks strong you don't want to you don't want to fade that you know we're, we're here for crypto we don't want to see bitcoin looking like a chat and be like well fuck you and and you know sell everything uh too early or, or any of that you know you want to you want to support the boy yeah uh, do you do you think we're gonna hit one million? Is Balaji right? Is, is oh, and, and one million Bitcoin sometime in the next like thirty six hours, by my calculations. <laughs> okay, all right, shit. So yeah. I should I should get my bids in now. Is what you're saying? Yeah, I'm pretty sure twenty eight thousand is less than a million. So yeah, yeah, you probably want to buy. Okay, now. yeah. All right, all right. Let me just quickly empty my uh my, my bank account, put it into Bitcoin. Um, <laughs> Dude, you still have a bank account? What do you hate money? <laughs> You're gonna lose no, it all I, for I, you. I guess so. <laughs> Unfor- unfortunately, I you know I, I was talking to my landlord and, and I was you know like, hey, um, can I pay you in in Elon Cumcoin? And they said no. <laughs> so yeah, what's uh what's a frog to do, man? <laughs> Yeah, this uh, this Bitcoin stuff. I, I guess like the the recent price pumps is is pretty interesting. Um, I have my own sort of pet theory on this. Um, which is yeah, there's a lot of fud, but I think that the SEC fud around the Coinbase Wells notice like actually was pretty bullish for for crypto. Um, in the sense that. For so long, we basically haven't known what the hell's going on, right? Like, it's one thing to pick, you know, to pick on on you know library or Okie Dow or whatever, you know, the the smaller cases that they think they can win pretty easily, you know, as they've been doing. It's another thing entirely to kind of go after the 
the bigger firms, uh, right? Because the, the smaller firms are probably not going to bite you in court the way that a Coinbase would. So what I've been thinking lately is that kind of like all this uncertainty around what was going to happen on the regulatory side uh, with the SEC in the wake of FTX has been like right uncertainty breeds uh, kind of like volatility in price and, and people not wanting to necessarily commit. And we, we've seen that in the crypto markets the last three, four months. Whereas this kind of, in a lot of ways, puts their cards on the table that the SEC um, and as well as Coinbase, right? They're, they're, they're not sitting here being like, all right, we'll pay a fine. They're like, nah, man, uh, see you in court, I guess. Uh, and so, yeah, I'm curious what, what you think about that. If kind of, you know, this event, which people were kind of freaked out about at start, maybe is actually a little bit bullish in that we sort of get to see the SEC's hand a bit and, and we get to see kind of one of the bigger players say like, no, we're going to actually like put our money where our mouth is and, and actually fight for this. Yeah, no, I agree with a lot of that. Um, I think it's interesting. I, I like that the uh, CFTC actually um, went after it as well. Like that to me is really bullish because it means that they are also willing to throw their hat in the ring and try and get like crypto under commodities. And like that's the more ideal scenario. And so I I think it's it's very clearly like a struggle for power. If you listen to our you know podcast episode, um, the regulation episode, which is an excellent one, uh, you should check out of Goodwill Yunting if you haven't yet. But uh, you know it was uh, Adam who was talking about you know how there's kind of a struggle of power going on of of the regulators wanting to be able to call crypto their own so that they get more resources, more ability to, uh, you know, uh, regulate entities and things and, and all that fun stuff. And I think what you were seeing was crypto was, we were hit hard after 3AC, we were hit hard after Luna, and especially after FTX. And they were like, okay, now's the time to strike, right? Like, they're down and out. There's a lot of FUD. No one's really on crypto's side. Let's 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 attack now. And what you saw is they they did. They kind of went after all the big players at the same time, and yet Bitcoin's sitting at twenty eight thousand. And what that tells me is the narratives in Bitcoin's favor are a lot stronger than the ones against it. And having that. Like like you're saying, like having that certainty moving forward, we, we all knew this was coming at some point, right? Like some level of this. And so like to have our big players be like, nope, we're just fighting back. Uh, throw all the shit you wanted us. We're, we're going to take it. We're going to fight back. Um, this is a meaningful fight. And uh, I think the market has responded well to that. I think... The fact that we are doing well at the, after all this is is bullish, and yeah, I, I I'm happy to see it play out. I don't think the SEC and CFTC are have a good of a hand as they think they do, and I think if this stuff does fall in the favor of crypto in a lot of ways, um, despite you know Warren's uh, brilliant. A jam-packed army against crypto that we will have to battle on the front lines uh you know life or death uh this this brilliant army uh, <laughs> i think if we we come out the other side with more clarity uh with a lot less fud kind of standing in the way 
and I think it would be it would be awesome for crypto. So yeah, I'm. I mean, a lot's coming out right now. It's never fun to see, but I think there's a lot of opportunity here on on the upside. Yeah, the the CFTC stuff super interesting. Um, I like that you called that out because right, like the SEC is suing Coinbase, saying that you're violating security laws by listing these tokens. And I mean, I think they even have tried to elude. I think Gary himself has has alluded to Ethereum being a security, and then you have the CFTC a week later, like explicitly naming it as a commodity. I mean, they fucking named Litecoin as a as a commodity too. And that's like that's another side of this, right? Is like how many years ago was was the lawsuit against uh, XRP started, right? Like it's it's not like yeah that was so like a, long ago that feels honestly like forever ago and it's still happening and it's so it's, it's one of these things where yeah okay goldman gary can sort of you know jack himself off over you know suing fucking library that you know isn't exactly a huge player they're they're going to absolutely fold and settle um you know as as a lot of smaller projects are but you know, the, the minute that Coinbase, um, I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if Circle gets hit with the Wells notice here in the in the next you know, weeks or months as well. Like these well-capitalized, very big, um, incredibly compliant um, and reasonable organizations headed by you know, effective, exe- effective executives, um, you know, saying like, hey, uh, actually, we're not going to just give you an easy win we're going to take this to court. So, you know, have fun, man. Like, we'll, we'll, we'll see where this lands in five years when you're probably no longer even at this, uh, <laughs> you know, institution. I think like that, like I've been kind of waiting for that. I, I think, you know, there's been so much like, okay, what's the next action going to be? Um, does this sort of marginal decision that I've been advised to, to take in this particular circumstance, is that, is that really going to matter? I think also, like, if you're a founder, if you're a project, if you're, uh, you know, somebody working in the crypto space, I mean, I think this, the signal that this sends you to is that you actually, look, like, no one should be doing anything super stupid and, and putting themselves into an obvious compliance risk. But there's been so many hours and, and so many hours of, like, your time and energy just wasted on people trying to make these very marginal decisions ever so slightly move along the risk curve further and further away from potential action. Whereas this just says like, I mean, if they're going to go after Coinbase, if they're not even going to tell Coinbase what they're being, you know, investigated for, which is the whole purpose of a Wells notice, uh, I might add, um, then it's one of those things where it's like, if they want to come after you, they're going to come after you. And if they're coming after the most compliant, the most well-capitalized, the most lawyered up uh, company in the entire industry, then you know, your marginal decisions are not going to really stop them from coming after you. And so if you are somebody that's building, if you're somebody that's, you know, kind of been trying to thread the needle, so to speak, I, I mean, I think it gets you a lot of clarity around kind of like what's what's the value add of, you know, losing sleep over, you know, marginal decision X versus marginal decision Y. Yeah, no, that's a good point. Uh, I think a lot of teams have been really trying to, 
carefully move around the the space in in terms of regulation. I remember talking to to teams building L2s and stuff like that who, you know, said they were worried about releasing tokens because of, you know, the regulation risks or, or whatever. And and there's just so so much like you're saying, uh doubts around what can and can't be done. And I, I think you're right. This is one of those things that just turns the conversation is like, okay, it went from, you know, we got to kind of stay under the line and we'll be fine to now no one's fine. So let's do whatever's best for us. And then if they're going to, they're going to come after us, they're going to come after us and there's really nothing we could do. Uh, And, and so I think that is, that is a good point. Yeah. I mean, and, and that's not to say like, okay, we, we have a bit of clarity, but I think you, you pointed out it's not going to necessarily be smooth sailing from here. Um, you know, we're going to have some, uh, some bumps in the road, but I do wonder if all of this as well, the timing of this is pretty interesting. You know, if you think about like the political calendar, right? Like on the, on the Republican side, you know, you've had candidates sort of starting to do the dog and pony show for, for months now. Um, I guess it seems like they're going to run the skeleton of Joe Biden again in, in 2024, so there's not much action happening on that front. But, I mean, you know, like you alluded to Warren's, um, you know, campaign kicking off. And so, you know, we're going to have Senate campaigns. We're going to have, um, you know, congressional House races, you know, s- stuff at the local level as well, as well as this presidential election. And as we can see, like the politicians are already starting to ramp up now. And there's, I guess, like one of the silver linings that that we could see here is that, you know, this action, the strong action against, uh, you know, the most compliant companies in crypto might have happened actually at the right time in terms of activating a sort of like group of people that are heavily invested, well capitalized, and like very active in kind of thinking about like, okay, well, this is clearly a political fight. Um, it's it's you know not an economic fight per se, but it's definitely political. Um, the election cycle, the campaign fund, you know, financing uh, cycle is is starting to ramp up now, and now we're activated, we're engaged. So, you know, how how do you see this potentially influencing uh, kind of like donations, uh, lobbying, political action committees? Like, do you think crypto is going to kind of show up big for twenty twenty four? Honestly. No, I just don't think we're organized enough to show up big. I think we'll show up more than we would have uh, if not for the SEC stuff. But I I still just don't think we're organized enough. There's not enough of a, a plan or a uh, sort of specific set of goals. I mean, we still have infighting between Bitcoin maxis on ETH maxis of like Bitcoin maxis wanting ETH to be a security and like bullshit like that, you know? So I, I think one of the downsides of, of losing a lot of the big players and like the faces of crypto is that we are a little uh, lost on the road right now. I mean, because it is so non dominated that it's not like your favorite CT non influenza is going to go out and like run for governor or anything like that. Right. And a lot of us are agnostic towards political powers in general. So I think it's a weird situation to be in. Uh, 
you know, I like Brian Armstrong fighting back. Do I think he's going to be the one to like rally all of crypto together for a political movement? Uh, probably not. I, I think he still has, you know, I, I just don't know if he's that guy. So I definitely think this has motivated us. I'm skeptical as to how motivated we are politically and how organized uh, that ends up being. Yeah, I mean that's that's fair enough. I I, I personally believe in uh, in my fellow bald kings to deliver us from from, <laughs> from the evil that is Gary Gensler and um, you know Crazy Liz. Um, yeah, well. This was this was fun. I'm gonna, gonna I want to keep this one short. Um, any anything else on your mind? Anything you want to end with? Uh, funny tweets, just good shit going on. Any anything else on your mind, man? Uh, uh, I don't know. Just uh, shit. Been uh, enjoying enjoying the crypto market so far. I mean, it, it's been fun getting this this upward price action, right? Like it's been a while. We were eating shit for so long there. It's nice to see number go up and like in, it feels like a healthy way. Like this feels like a pretty healthy upturn. Like there's been still skepticism along the way. No one feels like, like you fork, like, ah, we're just going to go to a, well, except for that one dude who said we're going to a million, but everyone else <laughs> seems pretty level headed, which is, which is nice. Um, but yeah, it's nice to, I mean, and I think, I think the really big bullish things for me now are like there, because of the stuff going on with the banks, like the fed can't just be super aggressive with raising rates. I think they can still slowly raise rates and that's fine. Um, but it, it, it does offer a clear silver lining here. And I think the other thing about the banks is it really is bullish for Bitcoin and crypto's narrative because putting your money in a bank, getting no return on it basically, and also having the risk of it being gone and FDIC apparently just insuring all money in every bank account. So like if we lose, if JP Morgan goes down apparently and they lose a trillion dollars, apparently they'll just print a trillion more to make up for the already made up money with more made up money. <laughs> so I, I, I think the narrative for crypto here is, is actually really strong. Uh, I think the stuff that just happened with, with China, Russia, and Brazil, and them starting their own currency to move away from the dollar, I think that's super bullish for crypto. I, I think we are seeing a change in mindset here, uh, where again, people are starting to question, like after 2008, like after COVID, people are starting to question, okay, what is this system? What's going on here? Why does it never seem to really work right for, for me? And uh, people see an opportunity there with crypto, which I think the opportunity has always been, right? A, an alternate path and, and one we can kind of like build up ourselves and hopefully make better. Uh, and so I, th I think that's actually really bullish for crypto in, 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 the, in the medium, short and long term. And, and if we do spin up to like a regular old bull market here with, you know, the Fed says they stop raising and, and uh equities start going up, I think crypto's really prime position to do well. 
so I think we are at an exciting time here. I'm not going to say it's up only from here at all. Uh, I mean, economic collapse seems like it's always like a, a jump and skip away. Uh, but I, I do think we're at an exciting time. Um, and I'm hoping that, uh, you know, things keep going, getting better from here and, uh, really excited for a lot of stuff people are building as well. So. Amen, man. All right. Well, yeah, let's, let's leave it at that. And thanks again for, for hopping on. Um, you know, this, uh, is the first, like, you know, you and I did a few, a few sort of underwater episodes under the, Goodwill Yunting banner, and, you know, I think let's, uh, you know, see how it goes with this spun out, um, yeah, we, you know, give me feedback, um, you know, let me know what you like, what you don't like, and, you know, hopefully, uh, hopefully we'll, we'll, we'll turn it into something that people actually want to spend their time listening to. Um, yeah, man, okay. no, this is awesome, and I'm, I'm hyped you're, uh, you're doing your own thing as well, and, uh, we get to collab on it as well. Uh, I'm, I'm excited for this and it's been, uh, it's been fun. I know you're going to kill it. (laughs) Thanks, man. Do my best. All right. Well, yeah, have a, have a good rest of your, of your day, everyone. And, uh, yeah, thanks again for, to, to Rogue for, for hopping on. All right, everyone. We will catch you on the next one. Bye.